1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Ozbiz, live from our Brangaree Studios. It is a Tuesday. It's just gone, that midday Eastern Daylight Time. That means it's time for the call. Ten stocks picked by you i'll put them to our expert panel we do it in, in all in one hour let's bring in the panel mark morland from team invest happy 2024 to you mark and to
2: you too gosh. good to see you it's going to be a good year i've got a feeling
1: uh, oh feeling yeah, in your waters very positive very uh, positive oh i like that yeah. uh, david novak from wealthwise education uh, happy 2024
0: to you have you got a good feeling in your waters as well i uh, mixed actually mixed not as optimistic i think there's going to be some challenges but anyway oh, there's always about challenges that. Uh, but it's an election year yeah,
2: Biden's got it. Biden needs a good economy to have any hope of surviving. Right, right. Yeah. Which okay. means the share market is going to be good. Okay. So I think he's going to make it happen. Yeah, um,
0: I think that the fiscal <laughs> deficit issue is going to be something that. Uh it's going What fiscal
2: <laughs> Nobody Nobody's even, you know, both sides are like, eh. oh, I know, they're ignoring it. The numbers it's gone are, past that idea of we need to fix it to like, oh, well, we can't fix it. So we'll and just... the
1: numbers are mind-boggling,
0: though. Oh, they are. Oh, and, they? and so, you know, the 30, Aussie... 31 trillion or something. Now. I think the US dollar could come under a lot of pressure. Okay. Yeah. So is that good for us? Uh, well, it's good for commodities because yeah. commodities go up when the US dollar goes down. And yeah. The Aussie dollar will, will go up. <clears throat> um, yeah. But, you know, the the if you look at the fiscal... Deficit of the US the tri- one trillion dollars goes to interest cost. Yeah, and c- uh, Compared to defense spending which is like seven hundred and sixty odd billion. Yeah, so it is the, the biggest expense So they're very happy they want to get the bond yields down Right, no, and they will. They, oh, they work that well. They if come they, out.
2: They have to make it go down. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. risk a bit more inflation down the road. Well, we got those it's numbers be good for out. Sh- good for equities, the, though, if that happens. Friday
0: morning in the US will be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. true. Yeah.
2: All right, a bit happening today.
1: And let's uh, take a look at the five stocks we going to run through in this first half hour: Qantas, Bendigo Services, Tech One, Champion Iron, and Block. Uh, stock of the day, uh, Wally, uh, one that has been requested by multiple viewers. Uh, Wally shares have also been temporarily paused after reports of allegations of illegality and bad faith by an Ecuadorian tribunal. Uh, Wally said it was reviewing its options after an international arbitration tribunal dismissed claims of unpaid bills worth $700 million uh by a state-owned subsidiary um what do you think mark does it does this cast a shadow over well, a great company like Wally or is it, is it a cost of doing business
2: well overseas uh, we, we were just, just talking yeah. about this before i came in from a pragmatic point of view i think in a lot of these countries it's part of doing business regardless right. of whether it's illegal or not yeah, but, but if you get caught then it's a very bad look, and there's consequences, and yep. there's consequences here as well, because yep. they are an Australian listed company. So you know it's illegal to do bribes and stuff in other countries and stuff. So you can get it can get you more than one way. Right. Having said that, your initial premise of saying is Worley a great company that's under a bit of a shadow? I would say no. I'd right. say Wally's is not a great company. It's got a, it's had a very last 10 years. Its earnings have gone from starting in 2014. Earnings were a per share. And last year they were eighteen cents. Right. If you actually look at the graph, forget share price. If you look at earnings graph, which is much more informative, it's literally been down, up a little bit, down, and literally it's about twenty percent of what it was ten years ago. Right. That is not a good company. Yeah. Return on equity is one point seven percent. It's woeful. Yeah. So, so I would, we wouldn't touch it. It's a complex business too. Very difficult to one, un- you know, to be able to really uh, analyze it. We tried. I had a look. Yeah. We actually looked at it in two thousand and nine and two thousand and eleven, and both times failed it. And it was looking a lot better in those days than it is now wow yeah so we were right yeah mm.
0: <laughs> david yeah look i i agree with those sentiments uh, comments mark ex- exactly the same i mean i just look at the the return on net capital mm. it's been terrible single digit um i I, don't, I have no idea why anybody's buying this i'd be selling it myself i mean it's got a you know paltry uh yield of about three percent unfranked um and uh I mean, they did have a good number from June annual results, um, up 22% on earnings. But, nevertheless, uh, on a PE of 25, it's uh, it's overpriced in in my book. And um, you know, we've seen it double in the last couple of years, yep. from eight to sixteen dollars. I know. 17. You
1: look at that chart and you
0: think, uh, yeah, it looks I, all right. I, I, so yeah, look, I this is would not be my preference. That's sure. I'd be a seller.
2: Right. What Net what, profits less than one percent.
0: Okay. So that okay. gives
2: them a very narrow... The difference between making a profit and making a loss is is pretty narrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, although nine analysts out, out there have a higher price target of 10, 12% than where it is. I, I can't believe it. But anyway, that's the case. Maybe they're
2: looking at the momentum or something. Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or... The greater fuel the greater full theory yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's, it's going to go up because the punters are going to buy
1: it yep. yep
0: but it's not going to be open up well when it comes out of suspension that's for sure no mm.
1: okay mm. all right uh let's take a look at our uh, first stock that you want us to take a look at uh david samuel wants us uh to run you to run your eye over Qantas, and mm. um, the national airline
0: yeah look i just came back from brisbane a couple of days ago and I must say, it was, I was very impressed with the service, um, it's on time, departing and arriving and and the service itself was really good on Qantas. Um, so from that point of view, they, they seem to be getting the act together, you know, with the new CEO, you know, restoring customer confidence. But I was talking to Mark about this before we came on the show and, uh, you know, about the, the capital costs, the uh, capital expenditure that they're going to have to roll out. And also uh, the C. you know, still inquiring about, the, you know, where they cancelled flights and talking about not refunding customers. and with So that's guitar. still, yep. I mean, they're deny, denying that. Um, but uh, anyway, that's, that's sort of a bit of uncertainty. But the lower oil price, I mean, oil price fell like three, 4% last night. So with the oil price falling, that's a positive for Qantas. Um, at best, it would be a hold. Uh, I'd be interested to see what their results are gonna be like next month. But um, yeah, the oil price is definitely <coughs> in favor. But with their capital expenditure, I think going forward, and with the A Triple C, you know, um, decision to yet to, you know, be finalised, that's going to be interesting to see what, uh, whether, whether there's any fines that come out of that.
1: Yeah, and, but also, Mark, if more competition coming in for airlines, yeah. like,
2: Airfares that they've been able to get away with.
1: That's right. the last
2: year, I yeah, so, that, last. so, so you, have... you'd argue that they have had much, much better systems utilization. Yeah. So I'm not sure, not sure how many planes planes I've saw got sitting out in the desert and so on. So there's you know there's capital costs that might be non-productive. But as far as the flights, they're all. I've been I fly around a lot, yeah. and they're all full. And the you know, the you, you, you know, overseas definitely, and they're gouging, yeah. on fair. So that means they've had a very, very strong profit period. Should be. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. I agree with you. I think yeah, as, sure. as, yeah. as capacity is coming back in now and so on, that that's going to be whittled away with um, uh, com- competitive pressur- pressure. Yeah. And I think, as David said, the big the big problem is that I think mm-hmm. uh, the, the company was left to the new CEO in a very unhealthy position where they have, they've deferred capital expenditure for years and now they're way behind on the age of their fleet and so on. And they need to spend, I think it's billions uh, on um, uh, plane, new planes and they already have a very high level of debt. So I think it's going to be very tough. So I wouldn't touch Qantas, and, and I'm I always reminded of uh, Buffett's argument. He, he said that uh, the airline industry globally is a broken industry and there's less money has come out in returns to shareholders and it's gone in to yeah. uh, market cap. But then he did buy into it. I know, he made airline. a mistake. And yeah. he even said, joked about it years ago, he said yeah. that he used to have a, a helpline mm-hmm. and ring like, uh, like um, the, for suicide lines to, uh, for airline uh, ad, ad addicts. So, so <laughs> if he felt like he wanted to buy an airline, he'd ring him up and they'd talk him down. <laughs> <laughs> and he still did it a couple of times. Oh, no. yeah. But so and the moral of the story is even he can, you know, make the same mistake yeah. twice, yeah. even though he said that.
1: There, again, yeah. it's a bit like what the comment you made about Wally. Yeah. With an airline, there is a lot of moving parts oh.
2: outside of your control. Yeah, absolutely,
0: absolutely. Yeah, global uh, pandemic is one. Of
2: yeah, 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 and massive pandemic capital intensity, prices, fuel. Yeah. Who knows? Like David yeah, yeah. said, pit, fuel's just going down last night. Okay, well, what's going to happen next week? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we got problems with um, yeah the war and yeah, yeah. Uh, increasing in Europe. So who knows what's going to happen? All those things make it very, very difficult to predict anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, I, and to me, just the debt load and the fact that they have to do massive uh, capital expenditure be enough, I wouldn't even look at it. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's got, it's got good cover, brokerage coverage, of course, because being a big cap. There's 14 analysts out there. They've got a much higher price target of 29%. But again, you know, and a low PE of single digit six times. Yeah. But it, you know,
2: We're following uh, those guys, you're not going to make any money. No, That's exactly. Right. Right. OK. Right, okay. Right.
0: okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Is um, uh, Mark. Uh, Vanessa wants a view on ventia services is this a, a bit less complex uh, uh, infrastructure service provider yeah uh, they sort of build um, communities for mining companies and things like that and contract yeah. out staff don't they yeah.
2: they, they do and I sort projects. of read their blue there's actually a lot of moving parts in this one too they do all sorts right. of things. yeah yeah it's quite a, but it's a, effectively it's a services business to mining and uh, and so on which um, just looking at it on our, on our numbers, it's um, not making a profit, no. so it's got zero EPS growth. It's, it's only been listed for two years, so the company's been around a lot longer than that, obviously, and I don't know what the, the numbers look like um, pre-listing, because we've never looked at it. We, yep. we need at least five years right. history, but it's only got two. But if you look at it at the moment, it's sort of listed, and the sales growth's been 13.1 over the uh, first year, effectively. Um, so you could say that's encouraging, right. but there's no way yep. there's enough data there, from from a team invest point of view to have any opinion. Right. Okay. So it hasn't been listed for long, but unlike,
1: you know, that chart, there shows yes. that it's now at at highs. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of trending in the right direction for a, a, new, a newly listed yeah. stock. So, so what you're looking at price. is what well, that's
2: market sentiment you're looking yes. at. Yeah. But, yeah. <clears throat>
0: They are making a profit, actually. They're very profitable, actually. Yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, they are. I've got zero
2: it, return on equity, so that's-
0: No, the EBITDA, this is for the half year, was up uh, 10.7% to 225 mil. Mm-hmm. Um, 11% increase in revenue, 2.7 bill. So, you know, they're-, they're, they're um, I, I, I like this one, actually. I'm going to just go out there and say it's a buy, as far right. as I can tell. I mean, just looking at their yeah. the diversification, you know, they're in defense and social infrastructure. They've got a lot of recurring revenue. They've just renewed- Contracts. With I don't
2: know why. I, I just see this got 191 million in earnings, yeah. on the trailing 12 months. So yeah. and why has yeah. got no, why it's showing zero return on equity in our models is because it's only got one year. Oh, so right. so okay. what, 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 what this is doing is going. So to you be, don't identify. It's going to go. Right. Eh, not right. enough data. Sorry. <laughs> so I stand yeah. correctly.
0: Yeah. So they, they've got a diversification here, and I really like it. And recurring revenue with the, the defence services and mm. Telstra. They've just renewed the contracts there. So they've really got strong revenue here, and um, look, the numbers look fantastic. Uh, not expensive. It's um, you know a fourteen times earnings multiple, thirty five percent return on equity, and five point three percent fully franked yield. Um, yeah. I, I think well, that's actually eighty percent. I should say uh, franked yield, and they they pay out seventy five percent ratio on their net profit after tax, four point six percent, and they've they've got um, you know their outlook statement looks pretty good. I mean they. Declared for the half year 8.3 cents interim dividend. Yeah. So um, and they're they're saying that the the outlook for the next year going forward is you know continual continuous momentum yeah. and yep. um, earnings revenue growth as well. So I think it looks good and the diversification as well. It's just a really really solid. Um,
1: so so the fact that it's not just in mining services, but hmm. it's in infrastructure, telcos, transport, the whole lot transport, transport.
0: There's about six divisions. It's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Cash flow generation looks really good to me here. So, I would yeah, I would say it's definitely um, a buy in my book, and right. got more upside. And uh, you know, the trend is really positive on the chart as well as yeah. as you saw there. But like like Mark said, it's only been listed for just under two years. Yeah, yeah. Their debt's it's, pretty
2: high too. It's 168% debt to equity, and they've got 42% debt to market cap, which is very high. That's that's when, when you're getting to that sort of highs. That's when banks start getting nervous. Right. So if you need to raise money, yeah, or if you have, let's say something happens and the share price comes down, so your market cap goes down, then that ratio goes up, and yeah. they could get their, they could breach covenants. Right. So you want I think I, I, don't know, but I would, I would be looking at their uh, annual report and see what the uh, debt. What, what Maturities are and what rates? Because yeah, it's yeah. also the fact that because interest rates are high now, I don't know when they did the debt. They might have done it pre-listing. Who knows? You know, so. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah. Their five hundred net debt is five hundred fifty-nine million on mm. a two point eight billion um, uh, asset value. So they they've got plenty of cover there, you know, yep. in terms of interest cover. Um, so I wouldn't be overly. But I agree. Uh, I think what they could do is reduce the debt a bit more right. and their interest cost. Yeah. And, but I don't know what their covenants are or, you know, yeah. their maturity profile. I think we,
2: now but, the debt's more expensive, it's a much bigger issue, because yeah, yeah. where it didn't matter before when it was uh, low low rate, now, if you particularly if you've got a, a smallish profit margin, if you have, yeah. then the, when you refinance the debt and you pay a significantly higher interest rate, then you could, could buy profits. Yeah. So you will be yeah. careful. Yeah.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah.
2: All right. Um, next
1: one, uh, Lisa wants a view on technology one. Uh, David, arguably our, our uh, pretty close to our biggest yep. listed homegrown technology company Yes. Uh, in, what do they call it, um, it's, um, I specialize in local governments yep. uh, and management software is a project management.
0: Yeah, and, and very good annual recurring revenue. Yep. But the thing I, I don't like, number one, the valuation up here, there's a lot of tech stocks that are, you know, we'll talk about one later today. Um, but, uh, you know, the return on equity ratio has dropped from 43 to 38%. Um, and also, um, they just seem to be, you know, they, they've got to look at that chart there. You can see the growth profile going forward. I mean, it's really fully, in my view, up here, fully valued, although some analysts still think there's some upside. But I'm just looking at the price to earnings here. It's like 48 times right. a 1% yield. I mean, how much more growth is there when I'm looking at the the numbers here? Over the years, I mean, okay, they had 15% earnings growth, which is below the average for the last year. So it was 24%.
1: They've gone offshore in the last year or two, haven't they? Yeah, they have. So the UK, I think is...
0: But um, I I just think it's overvalued. I'd I'd be taking profits or selling. In fact, technically, on the chart, it's a sell. It's breaking down below support here. Mm -hmm. So um, I would be selling this. And if you're going to buy it, you know, buy it back at lower levels. You know, closer to um, I think around twelve, thirteen dollars rather than here, okay. if you, if you do want to buy it, but not for my money. It's uh, a
2: market's been a bit of a team invest favourite. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Over the this years, is, this is um, one of our absolute best wealth winners. Yep, uh, and it's held by nearly all our members, so we do have a bit of groupthink on this one. Yep. even though we work hard not to have groupthink. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think some of some of David's, David's observations are reasonable. I think I'm not. It is expensive. It is overvalued at the moment. Uh, the forty-eight. 9.9 PE we're showing is actually in the middle of its range. So t and run has been on a high PE for a long time. So it's not just a yeah. recent phenomenon. Yeah, so right. that's at least encouraging. Mm. It's a bit like WiseTech and uh, Prometicus, yeah. you know, where they've had very, very high PEs, but they always have. Yeah. So it, it, it's not like they've just now got there. Yeah. doesn't make you sleep better necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're showing the long-term growth though has been 13.3 average. Yeah. So that's t- 20 years. Right. So they're, they're running at 15 now. They're, they're, they're stepping up a bit. They're saying that they're going to double the business every four years uh is what they're doing uh these say five they're going to four now and uh i think that's absolutely conservative and the reason is the business is still growing very well in australia and they have fabulously strong moats they've got what's called a trapdoor moat so once the councils are in they can't get out because yeah. you they integrate their systems through the whole place and it's, it's, it's too hard. Hard. Yeah, way too hard opportunity because you can do it but yeah. no one does yeah yeah <laughs> they didn't lose a client for a decade yeah. so they've got uh, automatic cpi in all their contracts which means they're growing. And that's part of the reason why the earnings are up in the last period is because mm. they're getting natural CPO growth as well. So right. it's just and they, didn't, they didn't bring it in later. They did, they've always had that, which is really good. Right. Mm. But the big thing is the UK, uh, they did it the hard way. They set up in the UK, sent over some Aussies, hung a shingle up, and then went and started banging on doors. Mm. It's taken about five years, roughly. Mm. And they're now, they made over a million this year, uh, net profit out of the UK. I think they've got 19 councils last time I looked in a couple of universities, which yeah. mirrors the Australian business. Right. Exactly. Right. So they're now profitable. US UK is four times bigger than Australia as a market opportunity. Uh, so we think their growth will accelerate now going forward, right. which should give you a bit more um, confidence in paying a high-ish peer, but it's still too high. Right. So right. for me, um, at the moment, we're showing a returning 13% a year on our default Metrics, if you bought it today at um, um, whatever the price is today, it's $14.67. Uh, uh, on a margin of safety, that goes down to 1%. Right. Well, the reason is our margin of safety numbers are more conservative and then the P U really plays into it. Right. So for me, uh, I would buy more at $11.00. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so I've been a long-term shareholder. I've had it for twelve years. So, you wouldn't. So, you'd. Hold oh no no, 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 I'm not. I'm selling because it's actually very difficult to buy and sell this one because it, right. it doesn't have big swings in the price where you can go. Oh, it's very overvalued today. I'll, 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 sell it and I'll just buy back in. It's, it's. So not what's a, the chance of it coming back to a level? Well, uh, a good right. chance if we have some sort of hiccup in the market. Yeah. Right. And that's what right. we want because, from my point of view, TNE is one of the. Uh, it's probably. I would say it's right up there as one of the safest companies on the ASX. Right, can't go broke basically. Yeah. It's got no debt, yeah. heaps of cash, and it's conservatively managed with long-term, recurring revenue in, for government departments. Right, it's virtually bulletproof. So the question right. is, how much you pay for it, and that dictates your return. I want twenty percent return for me. I have to buy it at $11. Right. We just need a hiccup in the market.
0: Right. It's going tracking sideways the last six months. Yeah. It's been going between 14 and 16. Sure. So, great little trading stock. Yeah. Uh, if if uh, you're
2: you really I, short term, you know, we don't
0: do that. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, $12 looks like a good level if it got right. down to I'm that. I'm
2: greedy. I'm 11.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. so this is one of the stocks that, you know, your handful of stocks, yeah. six or 10 Excellent. stocks that you just put in the front of your diary um, with, if it gets to $11. Like when CSL got down to two thirty, yep, the other week exactly. or the other yeah. months, you know, that that was a time not to panic, yeah, just to take advantage of it.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, our next stock uh, champion, Iron. Want to view um, Henry on uh, on this one, David? Iron ore um, miner and explorer in Quebec, in Canada. You like their name, CIA? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Basically, their> ticket. ticket <laughs> Yeah, well, they had the, they had those fires, didn't they, in Quebec, yes. and that sort of stalled some of their production. But look, this is a high-grade iron ore producer, you know, producing a little over 10 million uh, tonnes of 66% iron ore concentrate. Um, look, their, their numbers are pretty good, especially with iron ore, where it's tre- been okay. trending up to 140. Um, so this has had a really good bounce, you can see from those August lows. Um, but up up here, I would prefer... To buy in a pullback, I mean it's in a positive trend. If you've already got it, you'd definitely be holding it. Right. Um, I prefer. Uh, this is like a. This company has got a market cap of 4.3 billion. It's on earnings multiple about 15, 16 times at the moment. That'll that'll come down. I expect that they, when they report their uh, annual results um, next month, it's going to be better. The the earnings multiple will, will improve. But I'm looking for value. I'm a value investor, and yeah. I'm looking at the smaller cap end and there's Mount Gibson and particularly Grange Resources, right. um, they're trading on a very low multiple, like Grange is on like ridiculous uh, three times mm. earnings multiple, I mean, uh, for example, Champion at their September half year interim result came out with about a, approximately 80 million net profit after tax. This is a $4.3 billion company. Yeah. Grange had their profit, a half year profit, which is lower because it was at that point in June, uh, for that first half, they came out with a seventy million net profit after tax. That's going to be much higher in this right. second half. So their full year is um, going to own
1: um, a market cap of what? Uh, Five hundred and sixty million. <laughs> right. Yeah. And two hundred and <laughs>
0: sixty million in the bank. Right. Yeah. So got an enterprise right. value of three hundred, and and CI uh, Champion Iron had like three hundred and nineteen million in the bank. Right. You right. see what I mean? Yeah. And, and the yield, I mean, the yield's much lower. For, for Champion, it's about 2.7. It's 6% fully franked for, for Grange. So just on valuation, now, I've got comments about the management of Grange because they're ultra conservative and they don't communicate well yep. with uh, shareholders and investors, very poor communication in terms of corporate governance. But on value, it's pretty hard not to, to like Grange down yep. here, especially with iron ore at 140. So, They'll come out with a pretty good result, but not pretty good, very good result next month. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I agree with that. And I think uh, just looking at Grange, Grange looks way better on right. uh, on, on our, all, our, all our on all on all our numbers as well. It's also much more stable and consistent, which is a good thing. Right. We don't tend to go for the miners, as you know, because they they're commodity price driven, so it's very hard to predict. Yeah. But I'd say Champion at the moment is right at the top of the it's at the top of the red of the PE. So and it's it's too what you wouldn't buy now. In fact, yeah. it'd, if you it'd be a good argument to say maybe you should sell it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, well, well, take some profits for yeah. sure. Uh, but you know, coming what we were talking about uh, before the show was. Um, you know, how uh, iron ore has defied all log- the logics oh, uh, I know. With, with all the analysts out there and everybody thinking it was going to be below $100 a ton. Here it is at $140 yeah, US, yeah, yeah. you know, with the Aussie dollar. I mean, the Aussie dollar's crept back up now, but, you I mean, know, it's yeah. been Nevada. For, look at Fortescue. I mean, yeah. look where their share price is at the moment. Yeah. But everybody was wrong. And you think, well, China's slowing down, yeah. which they have been you think why is iron ore price at 140 well you know it's obviously a demand I think and that's places. the problem if you're
2: making investment decisions based on your expectation of a commodity price it's it, it, you're just speculating is all you're doing because you, nobody can really do it I mean I've a friend a friend of mine's on the board of Glencore, and he said they can never get it right yeah, yeah, yeah Glencore yeah. is the biggest mining the commodities trader in the world and he said they think you know they think this and it turns out to be diametrically the opposite all the time they laugh yeah. about it
0: mm. yeah and
2: yeah, they, yeah. And, they're, and they're coming up with They've got all this intel and they give you all this information and they still can't get it right. What hope of retail shareholders got at being able to
0: really predict that? Same yeah. with Goldman Sachs.
2: They <laughs> can't do it <laughs> yes. well, But, you know,
1: you've got BHP, 49 bucks. Uh, now, even mineral resources has bounced back nowhere near the 95 of this time last yeah. year. But it,
2: it's still... Pretty healthy, what, 68 bucks as well, based on the iron ore
0: price. Absolutely.
2: It means more driven by the iron ore price than the lithium price. Yes. Because everyone thinks about lithium, but it's not as big a part of the business. Yeah. No,
0: no, no. But they they
1: did change their storytelling when lithium was going, of course, (laughs) going through the roof.
0: But look at lithium down 80%, just that's been smashed last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway.
1: All right. Uh, next up, let's go into the financial sectors um, and a big international financial group. Mia wants a view. At David on Block, um, which was the old square that uh, took in Afterpay as well.
0: Uh, look, I'm based I, in the US. This completely defies any logic, investing yeah. logic, in my view. Right. I mean, this is like the company that took over Afterpay, of course. Yep. Uh, it's never made a profit, ever. Still accumulates losses. I just don't get it. The sixty billion market cap. Um, you know, the, the, I don't. I don't understand it. The, of course, it doesn't pay a dividend because it doesn't make any profit. Um, look, it's all driven by the sentiment in the tech sector. I mean, you're seeing a bounce today because we had big techs, um last night. But look on the chart. This is a great trading stock. I've got to tell you, between this range where it is at the top of the range now is a great opportunity to sell up here, uh, take profits. It's it really. It trades, I mean, this was down at $60 in November, and here we are, you know, 103 today. So that's a huge bounce, mostly because, again, the bond yields in the US came down because of Powell's comments about interest rate cuts this year, Mm. and that just everybody gave gave the (coughs) green light to go in and just buy tech, you know? And that's that's what this is. This is a trading stock. It's not an investment uh, by any means, Um, but it's certainly a good trading. Up here, like you can see, what we call that resistance that previous peak is what we call a selling resistance level i'd be definitely and that was around just under 120. um i would have taken definitely taken some money off, or not some all of it off the right. table okay. um and look you could have bought it back at 60 bucks you know yep. if you wanted to yeah but this is not investment grade you know uh, uh, at yeah. all yeah in, in the in the high you know fintech area if you're going to go in that area you probably might look at zip maybe or tyro payments uh, preferably Nvidia, uh, and Divi- yeah, Nvidia <laughs> Well, let's say AI. But you know, let's get really excited. I, I just, I don't get the valuations, Sixteen <clears> billion. So <clears> anyway, <throat> maybe Mark can enlighten us. No, here. no, no, <laughs>
2: no, no, no. It's beyond me as well. You know, it's, they don't, as you said, don't make money. They're only losing a little bit. They're, their sales are 25 billion a year, so they've got. It's a reasonable size business, yeah. but they, lose, they lost 18 million last year uh, on that. So you would have thought they could have made a, bro- you know 18 million is, pathetic, is is trivial out of 25 billion. You would have thought that we'd had a bit of financial accounting to get that into the black. Yep. <laughs> but maybe well, yeah. Maybe they don't want
0: it. Well, I've you know. got 426 million for the nine months to September here. Right. right. Loss. Right. So Okay, you know, so it's yeah. that that, the, that that I think what you're looking at is just for one quarter. Yeah. This is 426 oh, so it's US. Okay, US. so they couldn't, okay, wow. so therefore
2: they couldn't do that. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, it, <clears throat> no, this is, it's also, if you look at their technology, the Square product, when it came in, remember you plug it into your mobile phone and yeah. it meant that small traders there, Suddenly could take FOSS paper. It's very yeah. clever. Now, you can do it all on your phone and there's yeah. so many competitors and the technology's jumped. So this is uh, Jack Dorsey, yes. yeah. uh, Twitter as well, He's he sort of started all this. Yeah, yeah. And I totally agree with that, but the, the is absurd. They've got a few other things they're doing as well. I did have a look at it, but yeah, nothing that can justify that kind of money. Yeah. And then you look at it and go, well, how, where does that turn around? And there are some excellent tech stocks that are doing really, really well. You don't need to buy something like this. Yeah. So it'd be pure speculation. And. Yeah. And as, as David said, maybe it's, if you're a trader, then sure, okay, maybe it's tradable.
0: Oh, would definitely. you really not investable?
1: Would you really look at Zip though as an alternative?
0: Well, it's it, they are really uh, uh, making some strides now. You know, I'm right. seeing that, that they're starting to become cash flow positive as well from the numbers that I saw. Yeah. So uh, I do look, and they have they have had a good bounce actually. I Missed buying them uh, just below 40 cents actually, yeah. And they went to 60, I think they pulled back to about 52, 53. Yeah, uh, but I think that I could just see that they're, that they're recovering and they're actually now becoming cash flow positive, they've got a lot of money in the bank. Um, yeah. Zip. and Tyro is the other one as well. Um, that, that's um, it's been a
2: struggle story, that one, is not it? Yeah, it sure has,
0: but um, <laughs> I think I think there's a turnaround story in both of those, right? Uh, but uh over better you know, opportunity, better, than better opportunity than buying. And the it.
2: other thing they did is they bought uh, Afterpay. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought the shareholders of Afterpay were really, really lucky.
0: And, and what's your chance of, <laughs> like, if you bought, um, you know, uh, block? I mean, at one hundred and three dollars, what's the likelihood of you doubling your money in the next year or so versus yeah. buying a stock like Zip at fifty cents or yeah. Tyro? Yeah. I mean, you got more chance of doubling. I mean, you know, just from that. Valuation perspective and also price perspective yeah. makes it more accessible for investors to get in. But this this is a trading company. Look, block is just to me. Yep. Okay, no, all
1: right. Let's uh, recap the uh, the first five stocks. Stock of the day was uh, was Warly. Uh, sell from David. No from Mark. Qantas. Uh, hold from David. A note from Mark. Ventia. Uh, it's got too short a history for Team Investor to have a view on it. Um, uh, David likes. What he sees in the numbers there and thinks it's worth a buy uh technology one great business um it's a hold from mark it's been a but he wouldn't put any fresh money in it at this stage <laughs> if it got down to eleven dollars well then that's a fair valuation for it um, david's saying take some profits at these levels uh if it got down to to twelve dollars eleven dollars He'd be looking at it as well. Good Aussie tech company. Uh, Champion um, Iron, uh, hold from both or look at taking some profits there. Uh, Better alternative locally would be Grange Resources um, and block a sell from both with uh, uh, Zip and Tyro. Um, a better opportunity, according to David. Uh, Here on the call, we have uh, our own fantasy portfolio as picked by the Investment Committee. Uh, In the December Committee meeting, uh, ResMed, Car Group and Johns Ling were added to the portfolio. Profits taken on Wesfarmers, RPM and MA Financial and the fund is up about 17% at the moment, the return. Uh, this half hour, talking about, uh, we've got to run the ruler over NetWealth, Eagles Automotive, Aurora, Metcash, and CSR. Uh, David Nathan wants to view on NetWealth, the, uh, the big funds management platform.
0: Yeah, great business. Um, just the valuation is, the, is my biggest um, concern about it. Just uh, look, it's it's fantastic. They've funds under management have been going up. I mean, they've had net inflows. I mean, their net profit after tax increased 22%. Um, This is for, I think it was for the half year. But uh, look at that trend there. But it's up here, what I call at a major selling resistance level again, so you could see where it was there last time where the share price fell. So I'd definitely be taking profits on this, especially if you bought at lower levels. Uh, But look, it's a great business. I mean, they really dominate the funds management platform area uh, for wealth. Um, wealth management, and um, you know their their funds under 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 administration and growth went, was up two point four percent to seventy two billion. So you know they're, they're definitely the standout in the in the uh, wealth management um, and securitisation platform business. I mean, you know, um, and also the two major shareholders who obviously founded the business, Michael and Matt Hine, control fifty percent of the shares on the issue. Yeah, um, they're not going to sell. That's for sure. No. But uh, just the, on valuation, it's very expensive up here in 56, 57 times earnings, low yield. So great time to take some profits, especially yep. after that run. Because a lot of the banks that we've seen since November, look at the run up in the banks, list, particularly CBA. And this is also market aligned. Yeah. So we've had this massive rally uh, in the ASX 200 um, since November based on the bond yields. Going down, um, so again, I just think at these levels, great opportunity. Take some money off, and you can always buy back later, but yep. not sell everything. i just take profits yep. at this stage. Okay, uh,
2: Mark. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a very good, very good company. As far as uh, conscious investor, our, our program looks great. Passes everything. Um, it's on a, it's on a fairly high um, PE, but it has been again. So if you look at their, if you look at their current PE at the moment. Uh, it's about, I'll just see where it's at, it's in the low black, so it's 56 times earnings at yep. the moment. Yep. Um, and when I say the low black, we work them on top quartile. Middle 50% bottom quartile. Yeah. So ideally you want to buy in the bottom quartile. Not in, You can't sometimes, you, you might have to go into the black. Yeah. But you don't want to be at the high black or in the red, you don't want to be in the red yeah. if you're buying. If you're going to sell, if you were going to sell, yeah. for other reasons, then being in the reds is a good time to do it because obviously it's a beehive, it's normal trading range. Having said that, we're showing you returning 19% um, on our default metrics on the current price for the next five years, which right. is good. Why? On default, on safety, it's 5.8, which is not that. Right. If I go ten percent on safety, which is what I would want to do if I was going to buy it, I don't own it. Right. Uh, it gives me a buy price of twelve dollars seventy-six. Right. Which is not that far off. At the moment, it's currently fifteen seventy or something. Yeah. So you, you know, I, if you wanted to add it to your portfolio, you would be no reason not to. And it's past our it's past our scrutiny. Right. Okay. Where, not Back. just CI, our bank reviews. Uh, buy on a pullback. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a buy price of twelve seventy-six. Right. Ten percent. Okay on a margin of safety in our world is very good. Right. It means you'll probably get 20, but it's it's somewhere, it's going to be north, it, it's 85% chance of being right. north of that. That's so if you're in
1: it, hold it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. I wouldn't say no
2: way. Um, and of course the
1: Heidi family, um, really long established Melbourne
2: trading family. Yeah. Um, um, I the, the, the EPS growth, running, by the way, is running at 17%, uh, with high stability, which is great. I would just question also from a long-term point of view how long that'll go for because they they have they have a, had a major benefit of the uh, deregulation, or the re if you like of getting banks out of financial planning. Yes. So there's yeah, been yeah. a lot of shuffling of the deck chairs, which has then yeah. enabled net to come in and go ah use our products. The implosion of AMP. Has that. Worked in that. So, their so you sort of, I don't know I don't know how long the, the runway is. Yep. But that PE requires. At least that kind of EPS growth rate to justify okay. it. All right, okay. Next uh,
1: stock is in the, the car industry. Noah want, wants a view, Mark, on uh, Eager's Automotive, um, Ape. Uh, Ape, yeah, yeah, Ape. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the biggest of the uh, of the retail
2: uh, retail car dealers and trucks. Uh, they too.
1: Nick Pilates involved in it, the biggest shareholder.
2: Yeah. Well. Okay, so it, it just just looking at it, the the, um, EES, the EPS growth has been very high from COVID. So basically, what the earnings were looking like, they are pretty flat from two thousand and fifteen to two thousand and eighteen. Dropped into first part of COVID, then took off. Yeah. So like, so they, these this is another company. We've had lots of them, by the way, that yep. have been absolutely net beneficiaries from from COVID. Yep. Uh, just like retail was yep. as well. So the earnings jumped from. Uh, I'll go pre-COVID, so pre-COVID it was 51 cents to post-COVID dollar 26. So that's a massive lift in earnings, and then they've tiered table. They've slowly started to drop down a little bit, and I I think it's it's I wouldn't be able to buy it because I think. Now, because the, the market's going back is normalizing and we're also heading out of the, the lack of supply issues. Mm. Remember, we had uh, you had to pay premiums for buying a Volkswagen. Yep. <laughs> yeah, 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 the, yeah. that, jump, that, this is not normal. So, they have, they have absolutely creamed it on that. Yeah. To me, there's only one way to go, and that's down on yeah. an earnings point of view because they're way ahead of what they were pre COVID. And the business structure hasn't changed that much that would say that, yes, that's sustainable going forward. I don't think so right so for me to be too hard I don't think I don't, I don't know how to forecast you just avoid it yep Over.
0: yeah um, look it's not bad I mean it, it, you could see on the chart it, the only thing is it's not uh, what I call high growth um, in terms of earnings um, growth it's been steady as you go but they're pretty optimistic about the outlook I mean I, who would have thought you know they're in the new and used car business they've been making uh, quite a few acquisitions. They've been managing the balance sheet really well. Their liquidity and the, the debt net debt is really low on the balance sheet, so they've been really g- good about that. The yield's pretty good too, five percent fully franked. Um, so look, it, there's nothing wrong with that. I I would say it's a hold. Um, you know, it's it's not overly expensive. Um, they seem to be very optimistic going forward. I mean, they're opening up all these distributorships with BYD, for example, yeah. electric vehicles. I do. Um, You know, all these. They, they've just been making a lot of acquisitions and. But just looking at their outlook statement, they seem to be very, very positive about the Mm -hmm. outlook going forward. Um, Like I said, they've got a property portfolio as well. It's worth just under six hundred million. So they're not
1: car dealerships. Yes, it's a bit. They own the properties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bit like Harvey Norman. Yeah, Yeah. is a property play as well as a retailer. There's a car play and property.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and they've got uh, you know plenty of liquidity available to them, like lines of credit, if they need to use it of like 760 odd million but they had a cyber incident actually just before chris just after christmas they announced um they had a cyber attack so um so it depends how that's going to impact their their um sales going forward or you know but just on the outlook it looks pretty good they're talking about 9.5 to 10 billion dollars revenue and beyond growth i mean their their revenue was up like 14 percent, which is pretty good for the half year yeah. Um, and profit up, um, you know, six point three percent. So, you know, this, I would it, it'd be a hold, right? Uh, yeah.
1: Sales are starting to normalise uh, after that disruption of COVID.
0: And you, you would have thought customer, you know, like with the um, pressure for consumers spending, you would have thought new car sales would have slowed down, but yeah. it hasn't. No. It yeah. has, it, it hasn't at all, according was, to these numbers. I was
2: talking to my friendly Porsche dealer yesterday, and he was telling me, I was asking what was happening in, in Sydney market, and he said that uh, Porsches uh, used to have, like, 50-50 were paid by fi- cash and 50% finance. What's happening now is the finance parts dropped right off. So oh. if you can't afford to pay cash, you're not buying a three or $400,000 car typically. Right. because yeah. you know, yeah. the, Because the rates are... Much much higher, they're seven eight percent or something. So uh, that was interesting. So they're still, they, he said, it's still okay, but it's definitely it's definitely softer than what it was, and the premiums have vanished, yes. are vanishing, are vanishing or vanished. Yeah, yeah. at that prestige end yeah. of the market, people are still buying cars.
1: Yeah, but their um, yeah. their price point has dropped a fair bit
2: well the, the the i think the finance is taking a part of the market out yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. they, they can't because you can't afford it so yep. can i afford to pay five thousand dollars a month for my car payment? yeah and the yeah. answer is not many can no no exactly
1: all right uh hudson mark wants a view on aurora the big uh, global packaging uh, business big in glass bottles, uh, aluminium cans. It's the old encore. Uh, yeah,
2: um, it's the kind of business. Look, it's it's a mediocre business. From the, from the, it's a difficult area, very competitive. Packaging is, you know, there's a lot of aggressive players there, and it's it's a, I won't say it's a commodity, but a lot of it, you know, parts of it are commodity-like. Uh, its EPS growth rate we're showing over the last six years negative two point three percent. Sales are growing at two percent, which is not even inflation, so it's pretty flat. Uh are equity on equities okay at 23. It's on a 12 PE, which is the bottom of the green. So for their normal PE, uh, 18 puts it in the red. So yeah. it's a fairly, it has a fairly tight PE range. Uh, we're showing it returning 6% a year at the current price with a, it's paying a 6.4% yield. So basically what that's saying is yield, you're not going to get any capital growth. You're only going to get the uh, dividend payment, which, yep. you, okay, some people are happy with that. Um, uh, but on a margin of safety, it's one, one Right. The uh, so it's and not a peer year chart, yeah, debt de- 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 oh, uh, it passes sorry. most of our uh, our filter. Stability is um, uh, the stability. Stability is fine. So it's right. It's an OK company, but I don't do, I don't want to invest in OK companies, uh, particularly when you only
1: invest in twenty or thirty in your portfolio. Well, ten to are, twenty, that's Yeah, like, ten, 10 to twenty. 20, 20 you one good 30, ones yeah. in there, the yeah. mediocre. Yep. Yeah. Uh, David.
0: Yeah. Look. Um, <clears throat> I like this one I think um, I would be looking at this as a buy right. uh, they made an acquisition save a saver glass in the French company and uh, so and and that this company's got um, six factories in different parts of the world there Mexico um, France of course and Brazil and but they're a high-end glass maker spirits for right. spirits drinks and but I, I really think it looks looks good their balance sheet looks really well the, the earnings um, looks accretive in terms of the, the acquisition. Um, so I would be expecting when they report their interim results next month that it's going to be quite positive and plus technically it's at a very good uh, level of support, buying support. Right. If you have a look at the chart you'll see that um, it's just really d- at this level looks to me... Last time I got It's been
1: to, crunched during the year yeah, and Has bottomed.
0: Yeah, it looks like it's really getting support around this 250, 260 level. And at last time I got here, it bounced to three fifty. Right. Um, I think, and there's been some really good what I call buying volume. So certain institutions are coming in and buying this. So I'm just talking from a technical perspective, even a fundamental perspective. I, I like it. It's it's on a low. It's not a you know high multiple. 12, 12 times. Good dividend yield is six six point two percent. Price to book is four point two. So I, I um, or one point five, I should say, even better. So I, I like this, so I think it's uh, it looks good. Again, it depends on this acquisition, plus overseas earnings they're going to yep. be generating, I think will be positive for the company, okay. so I'm so going to go I'll out on a limb you. and say bye.
1: Okay. All right. Um, uh, and Ninth Stock, and Will wants to know, will you go out on a limb, David, uh, with Metcash? As of, oh. of course, the owner of, and supplier of IGA supermarkets. but um they made an executive appointment yesterday from premier investments yeah you boss of total tools their hardware group
0: yeah look they're, they're going okay and, and their earnings have been steady uh, as she goes it's good yield dividend yield if you just want a steady you know um retailer you know liquor uh, mostly liquor and food you know is where their their revenue and earnings yeah. come from plus as you said the hardware sector but look the numbers there they're not shooting the lights out but down here, if you just want a steady uh, yield and, um, and, and yeah, you know, predictable earnings at this level here, I I, w- I would be ver- It would be a hold at best. Um, I wouldn't. If I was going to buy it, I'd be looking more for the bigger guys, you know, Woolies or Coles.
1: Well, because I, I, w- I was going to ask, this is always seen as the third wheel in yeah. the uh, in the supermarket sector, isn't it? Um, yeah. Along with Woolworths and Coles. Is this a better option in that sector?
0: I think for value, in terms of underlying value and yield, it looks better and lower multiple. So from a value perspective, but it's not as big as the other two, of course. But look, I I don't mind it down here. I would even probably close to rating it as a buy. I think just if you're just after an income and steady earnings. And on the chart, I was just having a look at the... Yeah, it's it's got good support down here at um, where, where it's trading right now at around three fifty, I think. Yeah. And um, it's been look flatlining for yeah. for at least six months. It's just been a flatline. It could easily bounce from here and go back up to the highs towards four dollars um, again. So yeah, look down here. It's definitely a hold and possibly even a nibble in terms of okay. buy. All
1: right. And it's had that bid. Bit of a bump up on yesterday's um, executive announcement.
0: Yeah, but it looks it looks okay. There's nothing okay. wrong with it. Yeah.
2: Uh, what do you recommend? Uh, I think it looks pretty good. It's um, I just looked up Coles and Woolworths by comparison to yeah. see what they like. We're showing Metcash uh, returning um, <clears throat> about uh, where are we? Thirty percent a year on default. That sounds a lot. Yeah. And um, part of the reason is the P is only eleven point eight, so it's in the green, which is the bottom quartile P for Metcash. Uh, 8% on a margin of safety, compared to Woolworths, which is showing 5% return, mm. and on, on a margin of safety, negative 2.3, Right. and Coles is showing 1.7% return on default, and minus 4.6 on uh, safety. So, right. so if you actually look at their financials and the comparative value, uh, Medcash at this, at this stage is the standout. Now the negatives I'll throw in, because it actually looks pretty good on all the metrics, the only thing that would be a bit of a concern to me is the uh, growth rate. Um, It's had quite a strong growth rate uh, from the beginning of COVID right through, and it's now leveled off. Um, And the sales are only growing at 2.9%, which is probably similar to Woolworths and so on. They're basically gonna grow at inflation. More right. or less, all population, you know, uh, people coming in and so on. So they're not. There's not yeah. growth, growth because they're all they're all carving yeah. up the same pie. Yeah. there might be a bit of shift here. And but there.
1: they've had five hundred thousand new customers. Right. Because of so
2: migration. look, and and the other thing is the profit margin uh, is at its highest. It's been for a long time. So it's at one point nine percent, which doesn't, which is still not a lot. But that's all right in uh, in the supermarket right. business. Uh, it was one point one at the beginning of COVID. So it's. It's profits leveled off at, a, at, a, at about its best range. It's often been lower than that. Yeah. So does, could it go back? It could. Yeah. Uh, but at the moment it looks pretty good. And okay. uh, if you wanted to buy it at a 10% uh, rate on a margin of safety, which I would argue then is very cheap, you're getting a 6.9 or something yield, uh, fully franked, yeah. then you'd, you, you'd want to pay 324 to get 10%. It's currently showing eight. Right and currently three sixty. It's currently three sixty. So
1: that's, 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 that's for a couple of days
2: ago. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely yeah. feasible. It's yeah. the kind of thing that if you wanted it, what I would do is I'd put in order at the three, three twenty and let it ride. Right.
0: Okay. It's, you
2: can't wait to see what the market does. You just let it you have it in there, and then if the market drops on the All day, right. it could be intraday even. So you you'd nibble at three twenty. I I personally wouldn't. Right. But I think it, it makes sense to. It's right. it's quite reasonable. So, similar to
1: david but mm. on all your filters it passes, would be, everything. It passes everything would be the prefer- if you want to go into supermarkets oh, this one this is the yep. preferred yep. one i wouldn't go near Cosmo.
2: woolworths have got like why would you do it their the returns are less than inflation
1: yep. mm. yeah yeah mm. so woolworths has had a pretty good run though you're talking share price yeah yeah share price yeah so would you, if you're in Woolworths and Coles, would you get out of all that? Well, these
2: I think that's, that would be a logical thing to do because if yeah. you can say, if I, if you believe what I'm saying, and yeah. you can only get it five, two, minus two to plus five on Woolworths, and here you can get yeah. uh, eight now or 20 plus. Yeah, it's right. not, it's, I'd say it's no brainer if you like right. supermarkets.
0: Yeah, it comes back to the institutions, don't they? They prefer the bigger guys, you know, because yeah. you know, biggest not always better, yeah. but I agree with you on value. Metcash is definitely a standout compared to the yeah. other two.
2: But we're trying to make money. Yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah. care what the big guys think. I mean, you can argue that it provides liquidity and stuff, maybe, but the bottom line is if all the, and uh, I'm not sure where Metcash are on the indexes, are they in the 300? Well, where would they be?
0: Uh, 300, top three.
2: Yeah, top 300. So there's yeah, a big three. difference even with that. Yeah. You know, If you're in the industry, the higher indices, you get all the money that's coming in from ETFs and so on. Mm. But if you want to make a profit, you want to be in the companies that are going to deliver the returns to you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. And our final stock a 10th uh, one. Let's go to building materials. Jack wants to view Mark on CSR, the uh, the big
2: building materials uh, group. Uh, yes. Um, Bond and yes, yeah. We brand. we we're actually I, I um I just had, didn't have a look at our inter. When was the last time we actually reviewed it in detail? Two thousand eighteen. Right. So it's, I'll wait to look at that. That's too far back. Um, but it, if you actually look at the numbers at the moment, uh, return on equity and so on is quite good. So the headline numbers are fine. They're all green. It's about a $3 billion market cap. We're showing a returning 16 on, per year on default and 3.2 on a margin of safety. So it's P is it 14.1 at the moment, which is in the red. So yeah. low red. It's in the top of its range. Um, so if you wanted to... Just looking at everything else, it all looks pretty good. So there's nothing bad, it's paying 5.4% yield and it's PE, as I said, it's, it's the low PE in the trialing 12 months has been 10 right. and it's currently 14. So it's come up a bit, I wouldn't buy it now, but it's, it's, a, it's, an, five, it's an okay company. Look at that five year high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it on my 10% return on, on safety argument, you couldn't pay more than um, $4.64. Right. And it's currently six forty nine. It's infeasible than in a market drop. Right, right. That's so a good solid company. It's been around for a long time. If you're it's, in it, hold it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So, uh, David?
0: Yeah, look, I, I have very much um, same, similar sentiments. It's like they're building products, material businesses, you know, 76% of their earnings growth. But um, there's an outlook for some, from some of the peers like James Hardy and Blue Scope Steel and GWA Group. They're a bit concerned about the outlook going forward. Um, I mean, look, it, to me, this would be a sell-up here, D- definitely take some profits. It's really run hard. Mm. It's quite surprising <clears throat> with the, you know, you would have thought there was a slowdown in construction, but it's been driven by uh, immigration. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, they, they've, uh, but also their, their profit margins, are, you know, currently they're elevated yeah. around 15% compared to the historical average around 11, 12%. So um, you'd expect that to come down. But again, the, just the run-up it's had here, and um, I mean, there's 15 yeah. brokers or analysts out there who've got a price target that's nearly 10% lower than where it is as well. Huh. So, um, yeah. it, look, great result. They came up with this group for the, ha- for the half-year performance. Their uh, group revenue was up 5%, net profit was down uh, 12%, 92 million. Um, EBITDA was down 27%. Their balance sheet is in good shape. Mm. Um, you know, paid an interim dividend of 15 cents, so they're on a the yield. The yield's pretty good, but just valuation, it looks like really run too hard, too fast. So you could definitely, I would be, yeah, taking some profits off the table on this and looking at lower levels if you're going to get back into the sector. Uh, but um, but yeah. there
1: are a lot of stocks in this position, aren't they?
0: Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: and had a had a big run up. Yeah, are yeah. you taking profits?
0: Absolutely, uh, I think, especially in the banking sector, um, hmm. I think they they've just had such a big. See, I can't believe why CBA, why people, what do they see at one hundred and thirteen dollars in CBA? I don't know, I don't yeah. get it. Um, I don't know if we inflation. Look, we've got tomorrow the inflation numbers. Yeah, yeah. So uh, then, you know that's going to be interesting.
2: CBA is on eighteen point seven seven P A And showing uh, negative four percent a year on um, safety and six. On default.
0: I mean, uh, the the so. benefit the <clears throat> petrol prices have come down, but I'm hearing wages have been going up. Yeah. So you know, there's prices. You just go out there and just see what prices what you're paying yeah, yeah. at restaurants and supermarkets. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of inflation. I'll be very suppo- surprised if the inflation number is not higher tomorrow, which won't be good for the consumer, of course, and for the RBA. Whether they, are yeah. you know, because cut rates
1: October or not. actually came down. Yeah. But. Not much in terms of services but, measured.
0: But the run-up is from November. It's just been overdone, okay. in my view. All
1: right. Okay, let's recap the uh, the final five stocks. Netwell, take profits uh, from David. A hold from Mark, around $12.76 is fair value for that. Uh, Eagers, hold from David. No, from Mark. Aurora, buy from David. No, from Mark. Metcash, uh, a nibble from David. Uh, a hold from Mark. Uh, but it is the preferred of the three supermarket um, groups, if you like, if you add Coles and Woolies in there. Uh, CSR, a sell from David, a hold from Mark. Um, that's it for us for today. Um, David Davack from Wealthwise Education. Great to see you, mate. You thank too, you thank, you. thank you very much. Mark Morland from Team Invest. Always great to have you on board. Fabulous, thank you. If you've got any stocks you'd like me to put to our expert panel, go to osbis.co slash callpigs or tweet us on exit using the at Ausbiz tv handle add all your comments and questions attached to it as well we love it see you for the call tomorrow same time
0: okay. <laughs>